listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Hey everybody, welcome to Earth Oddity Podcast. I'm John. This is Tiny. That's me. And we're here to talk odd news stories. We are recording late. Again. It's my fault. <laughs> Just get used to recording light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a free form podcast anyway, so our release schedule should reflect that. We'll just catch you off guard. You never know when it's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I had to go to my niece's birthday party. She turned 16. How was Talladega? It was great. Good. So two big things happened. I, aside from Cheyenne, shout out Cheyenne turning 16. She's mm-hmm. a wonderful young lady. She's awesome girl. Um, is... Uh, Jennifer, my sister-in-law, Dieter's sister, and her husband are cattle farmers. Well, they had just had a a beef cow slaughtered and processed, so they sent us home with like, I don't know, like 20 pounds of ground beef. Nice. Tiny, we have ribeyes that are like three foot long. I'm not lying. Oh, man. And some New York strips and all that. Just gave that to us. That was awesome. And stopped at Bass Pro Shops on the way home. Nice. I've never been to that Bass Pro Shop. That that one. Well, I've only been, and it was a long time ago, to another Bass Pro Shop somewhere. I want to say like in Missouri or somewhere, Mm -hmm. Branson, Missouri. Haven't ever been to the Pyramid. I haven't either. Now, I've been to things at the Pyramid, but not the Bass Pro Shop at the Pyramid. Right. Um, So went to, to BPS with the family. We had a lot of fun. We didn't buy anything. We just walked around like tourists and we're like, look at all this cool stuff. Is it true that if you go to all the Bass Pro Shops, then you can summon the Eternal Dragon Shinron and he'll grant you a wish? Well, when you go to the last one, if you visit them in the right order, yeah. And when you, the last one you go to is the pyramid and you get the gauntlet. And, <laughs> and once you put the infinity gauntlet on and snap your fingers, you catch all the fish. <laughs> Nice. Yes. All right. Yeah, so. You can delete half the world's deer population out of existence. Went to Bucky's, too. You know, they're right there together. Mm -hmm. You can't can't have a true Bass Pro Shop experience without a Bucky's Yeah, why wouldn't you go to Bucky's? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I did on Sunday instead of going to a specially called Deegan's meeting. So Mm -hmm. it was a lot of fun. Oh, did you make it back in time for that? Oh, God, no. I was about to say. <laughs> no, we didn't even leave Talladega until like 5 o'clock. But I gave him a heads up I wasn't going to be there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a responsible member. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyways, how's your week been? I mean, it's been okay. I, I did get news that um my stepmom passed away. I saw that. Last night. Sorry so that's that. sad. Uh, prayers to my stepbrother and stepsister, mm-hmm. uh, Joey and Patricia. Uh, Very, very sad. Very. Now, let's get ready to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, uh, let me tell you about my news stories that I got to talk about this week. I'm going to talk about a Missouri pastor. Always fun to talk about preachers. A dispute over French fries. And an armless man. Okay. Yeah. I have a story about a seal breaking into a New Zealand home. I have a story about the Chinese legal system. Mm. But I want to start off with this one. Uh, we all know Brittany Griner. 
Yeah. She is in prison in Russia. Right. For having, was it marijuana vape cartridges? I think so. THC. But, but I mean, they yeah. were... They were they were legit. It wasn't just your uh, your standard yeah the Seven Eleven, what do they call it? Cannabis oil. Uh, it wasn't CBD. That. Yeah, it wasn't CBD. Yeah, it wasn't your standard vape, right? Right. Yeah, I don't get all the vaping stuff, but whatever. I mean, I personally don't vape, but right. if I could wave a magic wand and turn all the cigarette smokers into vapors, right. I would do it right now. Well, what I don't understand. <laughs> Like I don't hang around with dopers anymore. Is like, does are they vaping weed because it's healthier for you or something, or does it get you more high? I don't know. One of y'all dopers call in. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the advantages over uh, the vape weed over like uh, just rolling a joint or smoking it out of a bowl or whatever? You know, if I'm not I, talking about dabs or any of that <laughs> stuff, okay? I know all about that, okay? If I am remembering my dare training, okay, from middle school, sure, accurately, and I'm probably not, yeah. But if I'm not mistaken, the reason cigarettes are so bad is just because it's all the other stuff they put in there with it, right? Yeah, I've heard that. I mean, I've heard, I don't right. know, I've heard that it's got like yeah. tar and all kinds of, but other I'm talking stuff. about weed, tiny. Well, I was fixing to say weed. I think weed smoke isn't as bad for right. you it's in just, like a medical yeah. sense. Now, if you smoke like a ton of it, supposedly there's these little fibers that can like, you know, do damage to oh, your yeah? lungs. But now that's over like a lifetime of smoking. Huh. Well, I hadn't noticed anything yet. Everybody rest <laughs> easy out there. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. They say it's not good on your short-term memory. <laughs> but, well, uh, yeah, I just was wondering like what's the advantages? Because I see people all the time. Because I know a bunch of, you know, dirty hippies that are like, oh, yeah. I got to get my my weed pen into the concert or whatever. I, I think whatever Brittany Griner was vaping is makes you like grow <laughs> and turn it to like a well, slam dunking yeah. monster. It also makes you hate America <laughs> and the national anthem and the men and women who Until died. Until you get locked up in <laughs> Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Which, and then all of a sudden, there's this newfound sense of sure. patriotism. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, weed does make you hate America. It did it in the 60s. It's doing it now. <laughs> That's why they're trying to legalize it, Tiny. They're trying so to. So we'll all hate America. So everybody will hate America. <laughs> That's right. Well, I guess the rest of the world's been smoking weed for decades. <laughs> I think they have. <laughs> Except Australia. Sure. They must not have it in Australia. <laughs> Australia still likes us. They still like yeah. us. I mean, you do two Crocodile Dundee movies, and yeah. they love you forever. We're forever linked. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, America has decided that we are going to send the one top, what's the word for someone that represents someone? Ambassador? Yes. Emissary? We are going to send our our best ambassador possible to, to meet with Vladimir Putin and try to get Brittany Griner out of prison. That ambassador being Dennis Rodman. <laughs> I can't support this move more. I mean, I imagine like they sent a helicopter to pick him up and they like bring him in and they're like, "We are once again in need of your services, Mister Rodman." <laughs> <laughs> What I think is be great is Putin trying to run, you know, 
conquer another country. <laughs> it's like, uh, hey, Vlad, uh, there's this really big, tall black guy out here with a bunch of metal in his face who needs to speak with you. He said, he's here from the United States. <laughs> he needs you to release this other really big black guy. <laughs> yeah yeah uh anyway this comes from the nationaldesk.com fair and balanced sure nba legend dennis rodman plans to travel to russia to seek the release of imprisoned wnba star Brittany griner uh griner is certainly is currently serving a nine-year prison sentence in the in the country for drug possession the two-time olympic gold medalist was convict convict Come on. Convicted. There you go. On August 4th, after Russian police discovered vape cartridges containing cannabis oil in her airport luggage. Mm. Griner, who is considered to be one of the greatest professional basketball talents in the WNBA, plays basketball in Russia during the WNBA offseason, which I didn't know women's basketball yeah. was big in Russia. Apparently, it is. Basketball. Since the 92 Olympics has mm-hmm. exploded globally. Oh, right. Yeah. Nice. Okay. And it's becoming kind of, uh, I mean, it's not soccer for sure. I was about to say anything that can somewhat try to wrestle yeah. the title of world's most popular sport away from soccer, sure. I am for. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, yeah. And uh, I think hopefully basketball might eventually do that. Yeah. Well, fingers crossed. Yeah. Her arrest in February came as tensions between U.S. and Russia were extremely heightened. She was arrested just days before Russia invaded Ukraine. Her near-maximum sentence is considered to be excessive, which, I mean... (laughs) To who? You know, like to Russians? Do they think that's excessive, or over here do we think it is? I bet it doesn't seem excessive to Vladimir Putin. Yeah, right. Which, I mean, look, it's possible that this hasn't even come across his desk, like... Yeah, oh, I mean, I'm sure he's aware, right? Don't you think? I would think yeah. that he is aware. Don't you call the, is is he the president of Russia? The premier? Prime minister? Prime minister, I don't know. Prime minister, is that right? May uh, Elect me or yeah. you disappear. <laughs> sure. Prime minister. <laughs> don't you think you would go, he would get a call that goes, look, heads up. Hey, Vlad, we're handling it. Mm-hmm. Go back to Ukraine and taking over that country extremely slowly. And uh, know that we've got this handle, but huge women's basketball star. Stop laughing. They consider women's <laughs> basketball players to be stars in America. We've arrested her. She had some weed on her. So I just want to let you know that's going on. And right? Vladimir is like, why are you calling me about this? Call me back when you have Keanu Reeves in custody. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, did you arrest Diana Tarazi? We're like, no. <laughs> Sue Bird? No. That was Brittany Griner. And he's like, oh, dang. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait. She's the one. Isn't she the one that hates America? Yes. I hate America too. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be fast friends. What I'm expecting to happen, Tiny, is Edward Snowden will get a release somehow. You know, like he's going to come back in and be the hero. Because he's living in Russia, isn't he? Yeah, he he was granted asylum, right, in Russia. Yeah, so he's he might be him and what if him and Robin work together? To yeah, get that, that would be cool. Yes. Yeah. Also, huge move by our NSA to let him release a bunch of stuff 
and then act like we're mad at him and let him get asylum in Russia <laughs> so he can collect all kind of data for us. You know? Is that what's up? Absolutely. Man. I already cracked a code on all that. Yeah. That's I tell exactly you, what if that's the case, he is a true patriot. That's right. He's <laughs> he's deep cover, baby. Double agent. Double agent. In every and out in the open, too. What a more brilliant plan. Mm-hmm. And they should let me be in charge of stuff like that. <laughs> if they didn't think of that, they should do that. Uh, Rodman, who reportedly spoke to NBC News at a D.C. restaurant over the weekend, said that he plans on visiting Russia because of Griner's imprisonment. Rodman was reportedly in Washington, D.C. for a sneaker convention. The former NBA player reportedly expressed confidence in his planned trip, saying that he knows Russian President Vladimir Putin, quote, too well. Hmm. So... Is that, is, that Too in the, well. is that in the biblical sense? <laughs> With Robin, you never know. <laughs> you never know. People forget he had Carmen Electra, Madonna. Who else? Bunch Vladimir of, Putin. Vladimir Putin. You don't think he could? <laughs> Kim Jong-un. <laughs> yeah, Kim, Kim Jong-un. Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, Robin, he's a lover. Yeah. <laughs> Rodman has a history of using his legendary status to cultivate relationships with foreign leaders, perhaps most famously with North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un. Rodman has previously credited credited himself with aiding the release of an American, Kenneth Bay, from North Korea. All right. However, See, you're getting the job done. Yeah. According to NBC News, a senior official in President Joe Biden's administration thinks that Rodman's involvement could backfire. How could this possibly backfire? Nah, this is not going to go wrong. <laughs> you needed any further evidence sure. that Joe Biden don't know what he's doing. Right. Saying that Dennis Rodman will not be able to uh, secure Brittany <laughs> Griner's release. That's just like the icing on the cake. Well, Biden doesn't want him to be successful. <laughs> Uh, honestly, he doesn't. Because, well, does, he, does he want to give him back the Merchant of Death? <laughs> well, possibly. But the greatest, one of the greatest, there's a lot of great pictures on the internet, but one of the greatest pictures on the internet is Dennis Rodman with, with his MAGA hat on, mm-hmm. handing a copy of Art of the Deal to Kim Jong-un. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's one of Wearing the, a pot coin shirt. <laughs> <laughs> You can't have that guy turn around and help you out <laughs> after saying everybody who is, you know, for Trump's crazy and a cult and all that. You can't have that guy coming in and getting her loose. <laughs> well, um, I wish him, you know, Godspeed, yeah. Mr. Rodman. Look, and maybe, I'm glad he's trying. Maybe while you're over there, you could get Putin to just maybe ease off Ukraine a little bit. Yeah, I'd like to see that stop. I'm tired of sending them money. Are we just going to send them money for forever? Unless Dennis Rodman is able to stop this. <laughs> yes. Are there other people sending them money or is it just us? I, I have no idea. I feel like we're giving them a whole lot of money. <laughs> I would hope we're not the only one, but yeah. who knows? I, I just... It's a lot of money. Like we're having a hard time over here with our economy, and it seems like we're sending money over there. I know it's bad. I'm not trying to slight the Ukraines. I know all about what Billy Graham's son's doing over there with Samaritan's Purse because I watched a video <laughs> on it. I, I know all of that. It's it's rough over there. We're sending them a lot of money. Okay. Mm-hmm. Update. Dennis Rodman has since made the announcement that he is no longer planning on going to Russia. There was no reason given, just that 
He no longer plans to travel to Russia, and also a State Department representative said that he would not be going to Russia, and he would not be representing the United States. That is all. What what do you think is the better deal, okay? Okay. You think it is uh, sending Ukraine. How many billion dollars have we sent over there? Oh, we've sent, I don't know, who knows? That much or giving them the merchant of death? (laughs) Well, what's the giving Ukraine all that money or giving Russia the merchant of death? What's the better deal? Oh, I don't know. Well, here's what I would if I was in charge, if President John was in charge, I'd be like, all right, Vlad, you stop in Ukraine. I'll let you keep everything you've already taken. You know, mm-hmm. any of that land where you said you're rooting Nazis out and our biolabs out. You can keep all that. <laughs> if you'll stop, we'll give you the merchant of death back. He says yes, and then I will have the merchant of death assassinated within 24 hours <laughs> of stepping foot in Russia. And probably kick off World War Three. but that's what I would do. That's what you would do? Yeah, <laughs> right. Okay, I, one more question, okay? Me and you, John, we're trading Pokemon. Okay. And I want to trade you merchant of death for your Brittany Griner. <laughs> Is that a good trade? Like, who beats who uh, oh. in the Pokemon battle, Merchant of Death or Brittany Griner? Well, I think Merchant of Death wins that every time. Oof. Yeah. I don't know if tough. I said that. Yeah. <laughs> if, I think he's going to – he's the better end of the trade. You're getting the better deal when you're getting the Merchant of Death versus mm-hmm. a, you know, a lady that can dunk a basketball. <laughs> you know? And probably – Rip most men in half. Sure. She would dominate me in basketball. She would destroy me. I know she would. It would be embarrassing. I think she would dominate me in most manly things. Yeah. Yeah. She's tough. She can beat me up. That's fine. But. She's better at talking to women than me. Here's the thing. She would not make an NBA team roster. She absolutely would not. Like, she may be the greatest women's basketball player in the world. She has no shot at the NBA. They would destroy her. But now she would make like an upwards basketball sure. roster. <laughs> she could probably make a Division One college men's basketball <laughs> roster. Yeah. Yes. But there's so few people in the NBA. They're all awesome. And they come from all over the world now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They're, so the 12th man on the, the Bucks or whatever is 10 times better than her. And if you don't like that, then you don't know what you're talking about. Because I do. All right. <laughs> Credit to Joe. That's not even sexist. It's just a matter of fact. Okay. Where do we want to start at, Tiny? Let's just go right to one of my favorite things, French fries. Dispute over fries leads to arrest of man out on bond for murder. Mm. This is from Kennesaw, Georgia. It started with a disagreement over fries at a fast food restaurant. It turned into a police chase and the same customer who called 911 being arrested. <laughs> police say that customer was out on bond on murder charges. Please tell me that the disagreement over French fries was over who has the best fast food fries. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you what. This is how you know who has. This next sentence will tell you how you know who has the best fries. <laughs> The disagreement happened at the McDonald's in Kennesaw. I've never, we've never had a story at Chick Fil A <laughs> where they call the police over fries. The fries are so good at McDonald's, you're going to call the cops if you don't get them. <laughs> and what better PR is there? Right, you're going to call the cops when you're out on bond for murder. 
like Earth Oddity Bell Bonds bonded this dude out <laughs> because and he loves McDonald's right because yeah. he didn't get a he didn't get a super size fry. <laughs> some some seventeen year old kid trying to get his GED at night <laughs> forgot to put fries in his bag and he yeah. went nuts on him and called the law. Pay for his kid's baby formula. <laughs> sure. Right. <laughs> just working, just trying to do his best. That's the hard that's the thing that gets me when they go crazy when people go crazy on all these fast food. You're like, man, they're just trying to do their best. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, hey. So they put pickles on it. Like that dude back there, he's probably going home to an empty house. Sure. And he's playing PlayStation 2. Yeah, right. <laughs> Never had a date. Never saying. been with a woman in his life. There's no Xbox Series <laughs> X for that dude. No. Yes. Are you? I think we're setting the bar too high. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. So the police got there in their body cam sh- video, which is in the story. It'll be linked in the show notes. Shows a man complaining about his fries. I tried the fries. They were lo- lukewarm, but they weren't hot, said the man in, aden- in the video, identified as 24-year-old Antoine Sims. <laughs> the owner said he was cursing at him and wanted him to leave and to be issued a criminal trespass warning, said police officer David Buchanan. While officers searched for Sims's name in the law enforcement database, they got an alert that there was a warrant out for his arrest. He was charged in the murder of a woman in Johns Creek in 2018. Her body was found inside a burning car. Police were searching for three people in connection with her murder. Sims ran from police and was later captured by U.S. Marshals in Wisconsin. Sims was currently out on bond, but had a warrant out for Fulton County for failure to appear. So he didn't even show up for his court. Right. This is not someone we would want to <laughs> no. get involved with. <laughs> we had been shelling out some bucks sure. on that one. Uh, when Kennesaw police tried to give Sims the criminal trespass warning, he took off running. As soon as he runs away, the officers begin to chase after him, said Buchanan, uh, and police caught him in an apartment complex. Uh, after complaining about his cold fries, Sims is now back in jail. And he's so he's mad about cold fries. Sure. Cold you fries think, are no good. You think he would have never had McDonald's fries before? <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's fries, when they're cold, are bad. I have readily admitted that, but yes. all fries are bad when they're cold. McDonald's is not unique in that. That is true. And I've had cold fries from everywhere, including Chick-fil-A. Dude, those potato wedges, and I know there's been some disagreement on, on whether you can call a potato wedge sure. a French fry or not. Right. Fair enough. That's yeah. fair. But you get those big, thick French fries, they stay hotter sure. longer. No, you're right. McDonald's have those little shoestring fries, Yes, and they get cold quicker. It's, well, it's physics. It's science. Those potato wedges <laughs> will stay warmer so longer because they've been under the heat lamps at the gas station for like three days. They've been soaking up radiation. <laughs> Just, <yeah>. Just <laughs> drawing it in. You could light up a small room with one of them. Yeah. But yeah. I have nothing against potato wedges. Let's not turn this into a fry debate. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to ruin our friendship. I've been I've been trying to like bait you into <laughs> a French fry argument. So <laughs> credit uh, to John. Yes, I now I'll for tell avoiding you, the controversy. I tell you one thing I've done that I've gotten on is you can get a bag of frozen 
checkers fries at like Walmart or wherever. Yeah, Publix. we get those. Yeah, yeah, those in the air fryer are those are tip tip top. Like them. Okay, uh, I am gonna have to take our air fryer out of the box. Oh yeah, that has been in for the last year. I reheated a corn dog <laughs> in it tonight. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, you got to use the air fryer. Yeah. I still don't think we use it properly, hmm. you know, but I've never had formal air fryer training. I just Google <laughs> directions. And you like, didn't watch a YouTube video? No. I just Google. <laughs> it'll be like, uh, how long to put checkers fries in the air fryer? Yeah. Somebody's already got this on the internet because that's what nerds do, I guess. It like, seems- who are the people that put information <laughs> on the internet? You would uh, look, I, I don't know this. I haven't specifically gone looking for this, but I would assume that there is a 30-something single mom on Facebook somewhere <laughs> doing a Facebook Live video talking about how you cook stuff in an air fryer. I'm sure there is. <laughs> but I was talking like, I'll just get the straight Google answer, and I'm like, who who figures this stuff out and puts on It's like they're an army of like middle-aged virgin dudes <laughs> that this is all they do with their life is go, I wonder how long you cook fries in an air fryer. And they get it down to perfection, and then they upload the thing to the internet. I don't know. I like to think there is, yeah. but I don't know. But yeah, you got, you're missing out by not using the air fryer. I like Man, it. Man, I got to get on that. Yeah, it's pretty easy and quick. I, don't, I think it's just a large microwave. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it works. I have no idea. It could kill me one day. Whatever. Well, okay. On uh, this next story here, before we dive into it, I would just like us to take a minute and think about all the great things that communism has given us. Okay. Um, Anything spring to mind? Well, um, um, they got the cool Che T-shirts. Aren't? Isn't that right? Okay. Yeah. Rage Against the Machine. That was that's 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 cool. I think that's probably the greatest thing. Of course, they're all millionaires, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) I also love about Rage Against Machine when they talk about the guitar player, as because the first thing anybody says is, "Well, he went to Harvard," you know. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm sure he knows what the common man's going through." (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm sure he understands what it's like for me. He's the perfect one to unite the working class. (laughs) <laughs> it's talking about privilege you went to Harvard. <laughs> yeah. Well, like we say, socialism is giving us Che Guevara and is giving yes. us Rage Against the Machine. Sure. But there are some downsides, too. A few. And if you're growing up in communist China and mm-hmm. you uh, you know, maybe do some illustrations for a math textbook, uh, maybe you can uh, be punished oh. for your drawings being, quote, tragically ugly. <laughs> Our next story, China punishes 27 people over tragically ugly illustrations in math textbooks. I mean, which 27 people, it sounds like they went the artist, right. the artist boss, sure. the artist family. Whoever, <laughs> whoever printed the paper that it was on. His children. Sure. Well, like, you know, Tiny, you remember, well, this may not have happened to you, but like uh, they would have art night at middle school or whatever. You'd bring home a picture you drew, you show it to your mom, and she's like, oh, yeah, it's a race car. And you're like, it was a bird. You know, <laughs> I'm sure that's how these people felt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chinese authorities have punished 27 people over the publication of a maths textbook that went viral over its tragically ugly illustrations. <laughs> I mean, 
the People's Republic can't wait. No. Won't have this. No. Yeah, we know how aesthetically pleasing <laughs> all their buildings are and everything over there. A months long investigation. A months long mm. investigation. Well, you want to cross your eyes <laughs> and dot your T's. Yeah. By a Ministry of Education working group found the books were, quote, not beautiful. And some illustrations were, quote, quite ugly and did not, quote, properly reflect the sunny image of China's children. Sure. Well, (laughs) yeah. I think of sunny when I think of China. (laughs) I think of the land of the rising sun. Oh, wait, no, that's Japan. (laughs) That's Japan. That's right. A mathematics textbook was published by the People's Education Press almost 10 years ago and were reportedly used in elementary schools across the country. But they went viral in May after a teacher published photos of the illustrations inside, including people with distorted faces and bulging pants, boys' (laughs) pictures grabbing girls' skirts, and at least one child with an apparent leg tattoo. Oh, wow. Well, it's good to know Disney has got people working over (laughs) over in China. Social media users were largely amused by the illustrations, but many also criticized them as bringing disrepute and cultural annihilation to China, speculating that they were the deliberate work of Western infiltrators into the education sector. Uh, there we go. I mean, that's what you don't sure. want as Western you infiltrators in your education. You, they've seen our test scores. <laughs> they don't want us anywhere near it. <laughs> Related hashtags were viewed billions of times, embarrassing the Communist Party and education authorities who announced a review of all textbooks to ensure that the textbooks adhere to the correct political direction and value orientation. Okay. In a lengthy statement released on Monday, the education authority said that 27 individuals were found to have, quote, neglected their duties and responsibilities and were punished, including the president of the publishing house, who Mm. was given formal demerits, which can affect a party member's standing in future employment. Oh, wow. The editor-in-chief and the head of the maths department editing office were also given demerits and dismissed from their roles. The statement said that the illustrators and designers were dealt with accordingly, but did not give details. What do you think they did to them? Oh, I've killed them. (laughs) I mean, isn't that what happens? Right. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I can't say that's not what happened. Yeah. I think it's probably what happened. I have read, I'm not an expert, but I have read that their organ transplants oh, yeah. to their organ donors ratio a out of is whack. way out of whack. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, it could have been like, look, we need a kidney, you know, or <laughs> we're, we need both kidneys. Mm-hmm. And sorry, bud, you should have drew better. <laughs> uh, you can't draw for crap, but. You got two great kidneys. <laughs> that liver looks great. <laughs> We're going to need a piece of it. Uh, the highly critical statement found a litany of issues with the books, including critiquing the size, quantity, and quality of illustrations, some of which had scientific and normative problems. The investigation results were view- reviewed and discussed by hundreds of millions of people on Weibo, which is kind of like their uh, Twitter. Like Twitter, right? Yeah, yeah. It's China, China Twitter with some questioning whether the punishments went far enough. Can we create a Weibo account? 
<laughs> like, what if Earth Oddity blows up in China? There's like billions of people over there, Tiny. That would be amazing. <laughs> We're like the number one podcast in the world. And all we have to do is say that Taiwan isn't a country. <laughs> That's right. But we hate Taiwan. It belongs to China. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Maybe we need a Weibo account. We'll what if the start. Uyghur Muslims ever did for us? <laughs> Nothing. Look, we're Baptists. We hate Muslims. <laughs> Hate's a strong word. <laughs> we're on your side. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying it's an idea. Yeah, okay, yeah. might need to look into it. We've become huge on Weibo. <laughs> we get what that. if we release our own social media? Uh, site and it's okay. called Tebow, oh. <laughs> and the only thing that's allowed is just pictures of people Tebow. I like that. Bring that back. I like that. That and like no text, no emojis. But I would say just Tebowing, Tebow picture, Tebowing pictures and Bible verses. That's the only thing we'll allow <laughs> right. on there. Yeah, yeah. A lot of John three sixteen getting posted by people. <laughs> so, you know, I love watches. You do. Right. Well, about the only thing I really love material-wise in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything else doesn't matter. Well, the Missouri pastor does, too. And he's apologizing after berating, quote, cheap congregation for not buying him a designer watch. Well, what's he apologizing for? Well, he's... I mean, he's, maybe he was in the right. A Missouri pastor, which this church looks exactly like every church on a state road in Alabama, you know, like when you just ride around. Okay. It, they all look that way. <laughs> a church with a pastor with a fancy watch, <laughs> right. I would imagine, looks like that. <laughs> I mean, it, it looks like the Rehoboth Baptist Church, the church I grew up in, you know, like any of those small churches just yeah. out on a road. You know, go down County Road 32 to get to Sulphur Springs Baptist or whatever. All right. A Missouri pastor has apologized after a viral video during a sermon earlier this month, which I predicted all this live stream is going to get all of us in trouble. <laughs> and not even intentionally sometimes. You've been saying this for years. Yeah. All the live streaming of services, bad news for church. <laughs> all right. I'm all for transparency. But a lot of stuff could be cut up, made to sound a lot worse than what it is. Anyways, I've voiced my concerns over that. So after the uh, a live video showed earlier this month, showed him scolding his congregation, telling them that they were poor and cheap for not buying him a luxury watch. <laughs> Carlton Funderburk, the senior <laughs> pastor, that's this he's the senior pastor. At Church at the Well in Kansas City, apologized Tuesday in a Facebook video for what he called the inexcusable remarks he made in the August 7th sermon. Though there is context behind the content of this clip, no context will suffice to explain the hurt and anguish caused by my words, he said. I've spoken to those I'm accountable to and have received their correction and instruction. I've also privately apologized to our church, who has extended their love and support to me. The viral video clip that circulated online showed Funderburk scold churchgoers for not honoring him with a Movado watch <laughs> he claimed to have asked for. Okay, John, Mr. Watch Guy, what is a Movado? Is that a good watch? What is um, a Movado watch? 
I'm just looking for the first price that pops up here. I'm shopping. guessing you wouldn't be caught dead in a Mavado watch. Never. <laughs> but first of all, most of the designs I don't really like. Now they got some nice. Oh, here's a eleven hundred dollar one. It actually I kind of like the way that one looks. I still wouldn't wear it. If I was to spend eleven hundred dollars on a watch, it wouldn't be on a Movado watch. Well, I was about to say uh, you you might wear like an eleven hundred dollar watch to like work in the yard with. <laughs> like that's you know. <laughs> Well, that's something like you give to your kid, like your 10-year-old, because he's not going to really take care of a watch. You don't understand the value of a watch. So you just want to get him a cheap, chintzy $1,100 watch. (laughs) Yes. And then he can graduate to like a really nice one like you wear later on. When he gets out of college, I'll hand him down one of mine. Right. Yeah, that's the plan. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's like a a mid-tier watch. It's not a horrible watch brand. Lower mid-tier watch. Yeah. It's yeah. not a luxury brand. So your luxury brands are Rolex, Omega, mm-hmm. Breitling. So if this pastor is thinking he's going to rise up the ranks and be the next Joe Olstein, yeah, he's setting his sights way too low. I guess so. <laughs> but maybe you start small. <laughs> you get that next year. You ask for a citizen or, or a, <laughs> I was trying to what's the other an Invicta. That's what I meant to say. Right. Yeah. You just keep climbing the ladder. Of watch royalty, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Had a dude notice my watch that I wear every day the other day. It was a sales guy. He's like, oh, what you got there on your wrist? I showed it to him. He's like, oh, I like that. It's nice. I was like, yeah. He's like, maybe one day I'll be able to afford one. I was like. And John's like, not likely. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to use your product, so you're not going to make it for me. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> Hope you get to your goal one day. <laughs> like you know. Well, I was just like, look, man, I don't I, you understand you have to hand over a W two before they'll <laughs> even show you their watches. Uh, I just felt like he was trying to be like, feel sorry for me, so sign up for this service I'm offering you. And I was like, no. <laughs> no, man, I gotta do that, dude. Go out there and earn it like I did. Yeah. Go out there and sell a bunch of sandwiches and buy yourself a watch. <laughs> or this preacher, he could do the same thing. So just uh, if you're at a church and your pastor asks for a watch, you may want to get it for him. All right? <laughs> uh, or else your church will be talked about on earth. Let's shame this church congregation. What's their... <laughs> what church was it? It was the Whale Church. The Whale in Kansas City, you say? Yeah. Yeah. How dare y'all? Of course this happens at the whale. You know, like <laughs> yeah. it never happened at like a first Baptist or Man, your preacher, he's like preaching your funerals. He's sure. doing your kids' weddings. Yeah, you want him to look nice. He's going to your kids' football right. games. Yeah. He's you know, preaching y'all the word. Yes. He's doing all this stuff and y'all won't buy him a Movado watch. Well, look. Our body is a temple, and the temple had a lot of gold and fancy stuff in it, you know? The preacher needs that, too. Yeah. Right. How dare y'all? Yeah. It's part of his luxury watch ministry he's starting up, where he's going to collect watches and meet with— listen, this pastor— would never reach John Long with a Movado watch on <laughs> no, his wrist. Absolutely not. But there's probably a lot of people out there that he could. He'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> like do you want to hear about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? And I'm like, oh, no. No. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't. No. No, I'm not going to do that. 
Yeah. <laughs> He's like, the time is near. Oh, did your watch tell you that? I bet it didn't. <laughs> I'm sure it does. What is that? A, what is that a crystal movement or something? <laughs> I bet you have to put batteries in that watch. It's <laughs> not even automatic. Golly. <laughs> yeah. I don't think, even have a little wind-up key with right. it. That's really what separates watches for people who want to know is the movement that's in them. Mm -hmm. And that's what differentiates a good watch from a bad watch outside of aesthetics, brand value, and all that stuff. You know, So you can get lower-tier watches that have excellent movements in them that will last you for a very long time. And you don't have to spend a fortune. You can still have a nice watch that other people who actually know about watches can look at you and go, all right, that's a solid watch. That's mm -hmm. a good watch to wear, you know? So you don't have to go and get a luxury watch. They're not for everybody. Only us rich people. <laughs> I don't want all y'all poors trying to get in on the action. Yeah. The prices of those watches are high enough. That's right. Yeah, I don't need y'all driving them up. They're priced that high to keep you away. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, don't, don't go make us raise them even higher. Last Saturday. No, it was this Saturday. Hudson went out to camp, took him out there, and I got home. So I had to get up early and do all that. And so I was just looking at watches on the internet, and I almost bought one. I was like, without <laughs> consulting Deidre or anything. <laughs> and luckily, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and was like, don't. Don't do that, John. Don't. <laughs> this is a, this is going to be unnecessary. Don't do it. So yeah. So I told her that. I was like, just so you know, I showed restraint. And <laughs> I thought she would be like, that's good. But she acted unimpressed. So she's like, I, I may just buy a watch now. <laughs> she's like, I show restraint every day. <laughs> <laughs> Look, like I was explaining to Thomas. Thomas's girlfriend doesn't like that he doesn't shave all the time, which mm -hmm. Dieter doesn't like that for me, too. And so the other day, Dieter was like, look, you need to shave for your girlfriend. You know, Thomas like, I don't feel like shaving. I hate to shave. I was like, I understand, bud. I was like, here's what you do. Shave. If the kissing doesn't increase, then grow it back out. Like, <laughs> what's the what's the point of shaving right. if there's no reward in it for you? You know? <laughs> right. Like, uh, it doesn't matter to me if I have a beard, if you're not kissing me. That's so, like perfectly, that's perfect father advice. Yes. Yeah. I said that while looking at Deidre. Mm -hmm. Like, look, just so you know, haven't been shaving a lot here lately because kids is kind of slacking off a little bit. <laughs> I'll grow this beard out in a heartbeat. <laughs> All right. Well, this is going to be my last story here. Seal breaks into New Zealand home and traumatizes a cat hanging out on the couch. A seal? A seal. With a kiss from a rose. <laughs> da, 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 I was thinking da, of like da. a Navy seal. <laughs> the only seal I recognize is Seal the Singer. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Who was that? Who did he marry? He married like the finest girl in history. What, did he have Heidi like a, Klum? Was he burnt? Did he have a burn? Yeah, something like that. Something happened. Which just proves that if you could sing, you could get a hot chick. Like, all you need to do yeah. is be able to sing. A, a, a bank account helps, too. Well, yeah, being like rich. a fat bank account. Being rich trumps everything. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, a curious young seal has been returned to sea after breaking into a New Zealand home, harassing the resident cat, hanging out in the hallway for a couple hours while the children slept upstairs and miraculously ruining nothing. Okay. It sounds like a, a Nickelodeon cartoon. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this is a cartoon. Uh, the Ross family of Mount, oh gosh, Monogany, 
were more than a little surprised to find the New Zealand fur seal in their home, which is about 150 meters from the shore on Wednesday morning. Phil Ross, who happens to be a marine biologist, said that it was unfortunate that he was the only one not home at the time. Now, what are the chances (laughs) that a seal wound up in the home of a marine biologist 150 meters from the shore? I bet he left like his boots outside that smelled like fish or something, (laughs) and that drew him up there. The big joke is that this is really the only family emergency where it would be useful to have a marine biologist in the house, he said. (laughs) I really missed my time to shine. Ross said that his wife, Jen, rose just before 6 a.m. on Wednesday to go to the gym. As she got into the car, something barked from underneath and shuffled away. She thought it was someone's dog, but she didn't really think too much about it. She returned around 7 a.m., opening the door to find a cute little seal. It got a bit of fright and humped its way down the hallway into the spare room. Uh, I just, man, if this thing could have like been in the bathtub, sure. like taking a yeah, bubble bath. That would have been awesome. <laughs> also, if you have a baby seal in your house, you're legally allowed to club it, I think. <laughs> Is that it? I think you're I think a that, castle doctrine. Well, now that this Alabama, I don't know, but this happened in New Zealand. <laughs> Stand <so>. your ground <laughs> law. <laughs> Ross said that the seal had managed to make its way through two cat flaps to get into the home. He believes that it encountered the family's territorial cat Coco outside just after Jen had left the property and had likely been inside for an hour. The cat would have gone to defend its territory, and obviously the seal wasn't as intimidated as some dogs are. So Coco must have bolted around the side of the house into the cat flap, and the seal must have followed her. Look, y'all, if you're counting on a cat to like guard your property, yeah. I just no, the cats are. It's a cat. It's not a guard. They're not dog. a guard dog. Yes. Yeah, right. Now, cats are great for alerting you that someone is at your house without letting the person that's at your house know that you know. So, right. like, if you if the if the church is coming by trying trying to get canned goods and you don't want to answer the door, the cat will let you know they're coming up the driveway before you before they ever get there and you can hide. But does the cat let you know, or do you just know from how it's acting? Yeah, like it just gets up and runs. Or right, whatever. right, yeah. And then you're like, okay, mm-hmm. early warning sign here. Let me go hide. Yeah. Cats are also really great at, uh, you know, they're predators. So yeah. they keep uh, oh, no. vermin away. My cat. But they're not guard dogs. Have I told you, we have a doggy door on our back door. Mm-hmm. And we've recently started using it after okay. two years. Cat loves <laughs> being outside. Which, by the way, my cat may escape one day. If you see a cat with no tail running around the night, a fat cat with no tail that's Holly. That's ours. Anyways, she is decimating our lizard population. Oh, yeah. All right. Which is going to in turn lead to more bugs because the lizards won't eat them. Like we've introduced a new predator into the ecosystem mm-hmm. and she is dominating it. She's ran all the birds off that used to hang out in my yard <laughs> and she will kill lizards and bring them in. Okay. Yeah. And uh-huh. just let them crawl around the floor until she finishes killing them. Man, we've got lizards everywhere yeah, here. We got Sometimes they get in yeah. like just. They yeah, just, they'll just come in. on in, yeah. right? Yeah, we we got them too, but uh, yeah. So the cats, she's changing our ecosystem. Uh, anyway, it just goes on and on. But uh, the seal, which the family nicknamed Oscar, and a long tradition of giving seals that name in the community, proved to be polite polite company. They eventually called somebody the uh, Department of Conservation. They uh, 
I guess they come and got the seal. They also recommend staying at least 20 meters away and not to make loud noises in their presence and to keep dogs and children out of their way. But, uh, I mean, if, but if one's in your house, I mean, I'm not going to stay 20, 20 right. meters away from my house. Well, admittedly, I don't know a lot about seals. We don't have a lot here in Alabama. But are they, they're not aggressive, are they, right? I, yeah. Does it depend on the seal? I have no idea. <laughs> like some seals are just real jerks. Yeah. Like the tiger seal is <laughs> yes. just a mean seal. And, and then, then other seals are like Andre. Sure. That, right. you know. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> can you just get a broom and like shush it out the door or what? You know, mm-hmm. like you would do if a dog got in your house or whatever. So, yeah. You know, I don't know. Or, I mean, you don't have to call the game warden to come down and get it, do you? Get a fish and yeah, right. Lure you know, it out. Lure it out. Of that's not a bad idea. <laughs> you're like, you don't have any fish, so you're using fish sticks. I mean, that's probably. Uh, admittedly, that's that probably wouldn't be the first. Well, I don't know if the kids were awake and watching me, then that might be what yeah. I do. <laughs> that's why I'll say, like, as a dad, and maybe this is just the white trash that loves trying to catch animals in me, uh, coming out. But you can't let your kids let you see, like have them watch your home get invaded and you do nothing about it. Right. You know, like you got to take a stand that you're there to protect them. Like if dad can't take the seal, yeah, what's, what's going to happen do? when the robbers come? Yeah, right. What's he going to, what's going to happen when the robbers, exactly. <laughs> like you have to at least make an effort to get it out. You just don't pick up the phone and call the authorities. Maybe things work different in New Zealand. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe they have to do that. I don't know. What I do know about is Florida, and an armless Florida man is accused of stabbing a tourist. <laughs> Didn't we have a story similar to this? We did. A long time ago. Is this the same guy? Well, the I checked. The dateline on this is August 16th, 2022. I'm going to show you his picture. I think that's the same dude. That's the dude. Right. That is the harmless dude that stabs people in Florida. So here's the thing. (laughs) This guy stabbed somebody else. Because what I was in my mind, I was like, okay, I have a false memory of us doing this story. If you do, we both do. Like this, this is like a, uh, what do they call that? The, um, Mandela effect. This is a Mandela effect. Me and you are from another universe. That's it, right? Also, <laughs> this dude has never stabbed anyone else before. We are from another realm. All right, I'm, I'm trying. I don't want to sound too out there, but they fired up CERN not long ago and did the timeline <laughs> shift, and this story comes around again, dated as a new story. Huh. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, Somebody check the tapes. I mean, you know, Donald Trump got elected president. Sure. Right. <laughs> All kind of crazy stuff's happened. <laughs> Dennis Rodman is is America's exactly. greatest ambassador. <laughs> a homeless Florida man with no arms has been arrested for stabbing a tourist with scissors using his feet, police say. He did the same thing before. That's right. I know he did. So, did y'all not take his scissors away from him the first time? <laughs> Jonathan Dale Crenshaw, Crenshaw, a homeless artist from South Beach, Florida, was arrested Tuesday and charged with aggravated battery after he allegedly stabbed Cesar Coronado, a visiting tourist from Chicago. Imagine if you just just down <laughs> see South Beach for Chicago and you get stabbed. By a guy with no arms. <laughs> the least threat, you would think. Yes. Like you may get kicked, <laughs> but not stabbed, right? right. 
I mean, you would think he needed both feet to stab somebody. Well, I don't know. Uh, according to a witness, Coronado was asking Crenshaw for directions when the man suddenly attacked him, stabbing him in the arm before fleeing on foot. <laughs> he ain't fleeing on his hands. <laughs> I'm not from here, and this is not what I came here for. I came for a vacation, Coronado told him he's 6'6". I bet you didn't show up to get stabbed by an armless dude with scissors. I didn't say this a minute ago, but I like to say that he fled on foot so that everyone would understand that he wasn't riding his unicycle that day. Um. He said, uh, I just said, do you know where this is? But as soon as I talked, the only thing he reacted was he just cut me. After being found near the scene by police, Crenshaw told officers that he was lying down when a man came up to him and punched him in the head. I remember this. That's exactly, that was his story last time. (laughs) Crenshaw said he pulled the pair of scissors from a suitcase with his feet and stabbed the man twice to defend himself, according to officers. You said his name would, was Daniel Crenshaw? Uh, uh, Jonathan Dale Crenshaw. Jonathan Isn't Daniel Dale. Crenshaw the dude with the eye patch? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was America's greatest sniper. No, he was... <laughs> that was that was the other guy. This is the one who was... Uh, he's like a, a senator now, right? Yeah. That's like America's greatest... Sniper, which is impressive because he has one eye. You know, <laughs> that was a uh, Kyle something. He was a uh, Chris, Chris, Chris Pratt, <laughs> Chris Pratt. Yes, Chris Pratt. <laughs> he, he Chris also, Kyle, right? Yeah, he also trained dinosaurs in his spare time. <laughs> I don't got tickled. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm crying. I don't know why. Oh. Uh, yeah, Bradley Cooper, America's most <laughs> successful. Yeah. He found like this drug that made him super smart. <laughs> Coronado said, why would I go attack someone else? Of course, I wouldn't do that. Crenshaw is now being held in jail on a $7,500 bond. Earth Oddity Bell Bonds will be <laughs> down to assist him. Can you find any other info? I mean, I'm just seeing news stories from like, you know, Five, yeah. six days ago. I know we've talked up, about yes. this. Oh, Unless goodness. he has stabbed another person. Right. I'm so glad you remembered it, too. Because <laughs> yeah. I, was, I wasn't going to bring up that I'd ever talked about this before. Mm-hmm. But I know I have. And you knowing that I have or that we have makes me feel more comfortable. Goose said that he was listening to all our right. episodes backwards. Yes. Goose, what we episode you. did we talk about this? Just confirm that we've talked about <laughs> it, right? I, you don't even have to give me an episode if you're past that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because otherwise, we both have a false memory of doing a story as outrageous. Like you can't make up that story, <laughs> which is wild in its in and of itself if this is the first time we've ever had it happen. Did he take the exact same mugshot? Yeah. I, because, <laughs> I remember that, dude. Yeah. No, he Man. looks like Squidward. <laughs> he kind of does. does. <laughs> Only Squidward had eight arms. <laughs> yeah. Well. Oh, man. Well, speaking of memories, I need to remember to do the Cajun Curl ad. 
we want to thank our sponsor, World Famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, for all of their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com, where you can order the spice right there on the website. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's the seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on anything will change your life. On the website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice, and you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. And I didn't throw this in, talking about the checkers fries earlier, but when I pull them out, dump them out on the plate, get mm-hmm. ready to eat, I Cajun Curl them down. They're great. They I'm, are. They're, it's, it's the way to go. I can't recommend it enough. You can also locate your nearest retailer at CajunCurl.com or order your own directly from the website. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Bunda Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Mark's Mart in downtown Northport, South's Finest Meats, and uh, over at Greensboro Avenue, and Vowell's Fresh Market. On Skyland Boulevard and the Piggly Wigglies, that's plural, one on Lurleen Wallace in Northport and the other one at 69 South down in Taylorville. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blend Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use a spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. <clears throat> All right, John, what do you say we go to the phones? Okay. Nicole called in this week. Hey, guys, this is Nicole. Um, I have so enjoyed John's recap of Alone, which I don't know if he's ever talked about it outside the Patreon. But I love that show. All right. Um, I've probably, I've been watching it like, I want to say three or four years now. But the first year I watched it, I binged like so many seasons. And this season, I got my 10-year-old watching it with me. And we were watching, um, we are watching it. And then I just love how, I don't know if you do this, but after... I don't know, after like two seasons, and you, I mean, you probably actually have a lot more firsthand knowledge than we do. Um, uh, <laughs> we like start, we like start Monday morning quarterbacking <laughs> sure. the guys out there in the wilderness and the ladies in the wilderness, like in the actions, like we'll be watching it, we'll be watching it, we're like, no, don't drink it, that water's brackish, that's not completely fresh water, or no, don't eat the dead bird you found, what the hell are you doing? Um, anyway, you guys could talk about that as much as you like, I, I think it's hilarious, I want to hear more of John's insight, I want to hear if the gal on season 8 of Alone, who had the quote English accent quote if that if that annoyed you as much as it did me I know probably not everyone's gonna get it but you know it hasn't really stopped you guys in the past and talking about stuff <laughs> that only like few people care about so I'm saying go for it um I love you guys and thanks for the show talk to you later bye 
All right. All right. Uh, first time, of all, time for some niche alone <laughs> content. I'm addicted to alone. English right. lady alone in the woods yes. with English accent. That, yes. That get well, on my nerves. She had. All right, she got on my nerves, but as the season went along, I got to liking her a little bit better until okay. she was stupid and went out in the water and almost died. But whatever. <laughs> that was the dumbest move in all history. You know, like everybody I, knows that. Well. You know, <laughs> What she could she could have pulled everything in and done it from the bank and then reset everything. That was my thinking. Mm-hmm. But whatever. All right. She had a British accent. She claimed to be from Wyoming, but she lived in Britain. And her accent was like, it wasn't like a full-on British accent, mm-hmm. and it was annoying. And she was kind of an annoying girl, but I liked her as she went. She had a really good shelter. Okay. But I've noticed, so I'm watching all of the, I've, I'm addicted to Alones. I'm on the new season, Nicole, if you're watching it, Alone Frozen, I think is what it's called. So normally they have like, they drop them off. Is Olaf in this one? No. <laughs> <laughs> they well not yet okay <laughs> uh they drop them off normally on the other seasons i've watched which i've watched three seasons mm-hmm. and now i'm starting on this new one that's just came on is they have like maybe a couple months before it starts getting real cold or like 45 days something like that month and a half and I, they dropped them off this time and they only got like a few weeks before winter hits so they're having to get after it but I've noticed one thing about Alone is I haven't seen anybody really tap out because they built a bad shelter, but I've mm-hmm. seen everybody tap out because they didn't have anything to eat or they got sick. Right. So I feel like if I was going to go on, I would start starving myself in preparation and like ah. just get my body used to never eating. Mm-hmm. And maybe I could last longer. Yeah, I think about like our ancestors. That were foraging and hunting for food. Yeah, they were hunter-gatherers. Right. They ate when there was something to eat. Exactly. Yeah. And, and if there wasn't, they died. Right. <laughs> so I feel like you could retrain your body into that. Your Sorry. phone's been going nuts. You're a very popular man. <laughs> that Well, that's actually my ring doorbell. Oh. So. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I, I love Alone. It's a great show. Great show. I want to... I couldn't do it unless mm-hmm. they did it like in Alabama or something. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, <laughs> which I, I think we've joked about this before. Like every time I've gone hiking, I've always come back and been like, well, I know I can live in the apocalypse if the apocalypse is 48 right hours. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I'm right here. Yes. You know, like I know what I, I know what resources I have and what plants I can eat and all that. But you like drop me in Canada. I guess you got to research all that stuff. They'll probably tell you where you're going. You're like, oh, okay, I know I can eat these berries and stuff. I feel like in in a survival situation, I feel like the cold, the extreme cold, would be far more dangerous. Yeah, absolutely. Than like the heat, because yeah. I mean, you can find some shade. Sure. Right. Yeah, but I think heat poses different elements. Like if you're not from here. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, if you're in the desert, then yeah, yeah that's, that's a bad place sure. to be. Yeah. But just you know, I don't know, ninety hundred degree Alabama weather, you can get under a tree. Sure. And, yeah, you can chill out. Yeah. You can but come back out at night. <laughs> imagine you live in Alaska. And then you get dropped into Alabama, into the woods of Bankhead National Forest or whatever. (laughs) And they're like, okay, you got to live. And it's the middle of August Mm -hmm. and 95 degrees and humidity. It would crush. And the first thing you do is take off that big giant park. And you're like, not going to need this. (laughs) The show turns into naked and afraid all of a sudden. (laughs) 
<laughs> you got like rednecks from Winston County riding up roads. All right, John, that's our next show is mm-hmm. Naked and Afraid, Alaska. <laughs> we were hiking somewhere one time. I don't think it was Sipsy, and we were bedded down for the night. And we were kind of down. There's a big rock wall, and there were people up on top just shooting guns. They weren't shooting <laughs> at us. They were like shooting across the river or whatever we were yeah. by. Yeah. And you're just like, so much for knowing your target and what lies right. beyond. Well, we were beneath, but all they had to do was point down. Yeah. And we all started hollering and stuff. I think they got scared and left. Thought we were like, you know, the law or something. But we're just like, no, we're trying to sleep. Yeah. And you're breaking the fourth world of gun safety. Yeah. Well, in the backwoods of Alabama, sometimes there's not as much gun safety as we would like. That's very true. Yeah. Sadly. Sadly. Yeah. True. You know, you would think in a country, with as many guns yeah. as there are private in private collections. Yeah. That I don't know, maybe we would teach kids gun safety in school. Yeah. Because odds are at some point they're gonna be around. They're gonna one. encounter one. Yes. Yeah. I mean it wouldn't be a bad idea. We used to have gun safety in school, like rifle teams and all mm-hmm. that. I thought being on a rifle team would be cool. I went to a four H competition one time, won the local one for BB gun shooting. Not to brag, I'm out <laughs> flexing right. everybody. Deidre also went too to like the semifinals or whatever. Mm-hmm. I got a crack shot wife too. So Fun. Just try to invade us. Try to invade <laughs> Bill Mead. The longs will be on you. <laughs> Let's see if we have any questions this week. And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. We like to ask John questions on this show. If you have any questions for John, you can head on over to our Discord server, link in the show notes, and you can go to the Ask John Questions About Stuff sub-channel. Our first question comes from the driver. When you were young and now, do people usually say that you look older or younger than you really are? People now tell me I look younger than I really am. I don't know if they're just being nice. You know, like I'm at that age mm-hmm. to where they're like, oh, you don't look 45, but they're probably just being nice. <laughs> when I was younger, I, sometimes people my own age told me I looked older but because I grew a mustache as soon as I could. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I like mustaches. Because that'll do it. Yeah. I right. tell you what, I've been mistaken for like younger, like when I was a kid all the time. Yeah. And then I grew a go- goatee. And suddenly I had like respect among my peers. And it's always been my plan that when I do get old, I just shave my face clean shaven and I'll go right back to being being young young. again. (laughs) That's been like that. That's my long game. I'm getting a little more gray hair. I've been noticing, which is cool. I mean, I'm not afraid of being gray or anything Mm -hmm. like that. My dad has the most amazing head of hair of any human, you know, like it's beautiful hair. I hope my hair turns into that. Okay, this is a hot take. Okay. Uh, Phil Zoot Suit asks, agree or disagree, Pink Floyd is boring trash music. Music is supposed to invoke feelings. The only thing Pink Floyd makes me feel is bored and vaguely drowsy. Just when I think they're going to build into a catchy hook, they double down on some weird, unpleasant, boring tangent. No amount of drugs can make Pink Floyd more enjoyable to me. Uh, (laughs) agree or disagree john i disagree that it's gutter trash music or whatever he used 
but I'm not a huge Pink Floyd fan either. Right. You know, they have a few songs that are, I really like, and I think they're great, but I would not put myself in the Pink Floyd camp. Mm-hmm. Now, if you give me free tickets to a Pink Floyd show, or if I could afford tickets to a Pink Floyd show, I'd probably go just for the experience. <laughs> or but, maybe the laser show is sure. Stone Mountain, Georgia. Right. <laughs> yes. I've been to one of those. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't, I, they're just not my thing. I've never got them. Now, one of my roommates in college had a symphony playing Pink Floyd songs. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, maybe it was an album Pink Floyd was involved with or whatever. I love that. That was really awesome. But, I, yeah, they've never really moved the needle. The early stuff with Sid Barrett is probably the cooler stuff to me, mm-hmm. but whatever. Yeah, so I get where he's coming from, but I think they're talented. You don't sell that many records and not be talented. Yeah. You know, it's not like everybody just got together and like, okay, we're going to ignore that Pink Floyd's trash music and just buy it because we like taking LSD. <laughs> right. You know? But maybe that had part of it. That's probably part of why the Grateful Dead got to be so big. Mm-hmm. They're not great singers or they're definitely not good looking to look at. They're not marketable in any way, but they found a little niche of crazy people who like them. I happen to be one of those. So I can't fault somebody who likes Pink Floyd. Yeah, I think, uh, kind of like you said, I think he actually does make some good points in there. That yeah. said, I would not say that they're trash music. Right, yeah. yeah. It just ain't my bag. Mm-hmm. Right. Then I get where he's coming from, because people say that about the dead to me, and I'm like, yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I get it, but I happen to like it, and I like it a lot. You just got to get Dark Side of the Moon, and you got to press play <laughs> at right the at the third roar of right. the MGM line. You ever done that? Yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It really is. <laughs> yes. If it wasn't done on purpose, you've, you've gone on record, because I think we talked about this on yeah. the show. You don't. You think it was just a coincidence. Right. Yes, I do. I think if they didn't purposefully do it, then it was under the direction of evil spirits, like my youth <laughs> minister told me about. <laughs> or maybe God, right? Well, maybe. God likes music. God invented music, right? Does God like Pink Floyd? I, all right. You want a hot, hot take? He loves Pink Floyd. <laughs> he died for them, Tiny. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Only if they were elect. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, you'll get some disagreement. I think okay. uh, I'm actually, I fall into the uh, Christ sacrifice was sufficient for all, uh-huh. but only extended to his people. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Screw all you other people. <laughs> uh, anyway, don't even worry about coming to church. <laughs> you'll know if you need to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think, okay. I think music is possibly maybe not number two way, possibly number two way God communicates to humanity. Mm-hmm. All right. His music's universal. It invokes feelings and emotions. And I think, I think God likes pretty much all music depending on subject matter, you know, right. with that caveat. Like the, I don't mu- think God the music only- itself. Yeah. Does not offend God. Right. It's the lyrical content sure. of the creator right. that may or may not be yeah. uh, against his precepts. I don't think, yeah. and this is just my opinion. I have no theological backing in this in any way. 
uh, is that I don't think God sits around and only listens to hymns. You know, <laughs> I mean, I have no idea, but I feel like uh, music in God's realm is probably unlike anything. Absolutely, we have here yeah, on this right. terrestrial ball. Yes, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, but when you think about music, like it's a universal language. Mm-hmm. It's based off of mathematics. Really, it's tone yeah. tone assigned to math. I mean, you could say everything is is can be explained through mathematics, right. which itself, in and of itself, is a fascinating, mind boggling. Absolutely, concept. it makes me wish I would appreciated math more when I was actively taking math. Mm-hmm. Like if someone had made that connection to me, like, look, this is how this is. You can unlock the secrets of the universe through math. I would have been all in on that. I'm yeah. like, yo. I can't go deep enough <laughs> into this subject, you know? Yeah, I thought it was so boring when I was a kid. Yeah. And it, it wasn't until I was an adult and I was set in my idiot ways right. <laughs> that someone said, you know, math is pure logic. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow. Well, all it took for me was like eating some mushrooms and watching that little Asian doctor guy talk about quantum physics one night. And I was like, oh, man, I should have paid attention in math. <laughs> Is it Mickey Alcacu? I can't. Is that what yeah. You know who? Everybody who <laughs> heard me say that knows exactly who I'm talking about. He was on Joe Rogan recently. He's an awesome dude. Yeah. He's the way he explains stuff. I'm like, I kind of understand this, but I'm not smart enough to fully understand. Right. It. I should have paid attention more. Yeah. Anyways, so I think God really likes music. I think God. I don't think God really like listens to music like we do too, because music in heaven that angels are making or whatever mm-hmm. is what he's listening to. If God knows everything though, could you compose a song that he isn't of some way the author himself? <laughs> well, you know? I guess you're right. <laughs> well, that's yeah. No, <laughs> like, if we don't have free will, of course not. <laughs> right. Just, I'm just thinking like, uh, uh, I would imagine that it doesn't matter what movie M night Shyamalan puts out. He's never going to get God with like his twist ending because yeah, right. he always saw it coming. <laughs> True. Right. Yeah. All right. Our next question comes from Nicole. She says, you said you were a big fan of PBS growing up. Did you watch the cooking shows? If you did, did you mm-hmm. ever watch Yan Can Cook? I was a big fan. My sister was at a business conference last month and got to meet him and see him do a cooking demonstration. I was jealous. Hashtag. Okay. PBS nerd. Well, I know Yan can cook. I didn't watch a lot of Yan can cook, but uh, if I remember right, he was, a, he was an Asian dude. We got more, uh, what was his name? Justin Wilson down here, who was like the Cajun cook, but he was really from Mississippi. Okay. Know? But yeah, uh, he was, you know, boy, I guarantee you, you remember all that. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think. He always I w- wore like a little string tie and suspenders and. I watched an SNL sketch where uh, John Goodman was impersonating a Cajun guy. Okay. Maybe he was, he, uh, I don't know. Based on that guy. I don't know, but that dude had an awesome cooking show. Okay. I never saw it. Yeah. I was never much into cooking shows. Well, PBS. No no offense. That just wasn't my my thing. PBS was it. You know, like we only had 13 channels. So Mm -hmm. I had to watch a lot of PBS and that was it. What channel was Paula Dean on? She wasn't around back then. She didn't get huge until later on. The Food Network? Yeah, we probably had like 38 channels when she came into our world. They had expanded. Our next question comes from That's Our Babo. In school, you have folders that are red, blue, yellow, green, purple. 
you have subjects, math, English, science, history, and social studies. Which subject gets which folder? Okay. I expect a heated discussion on this. <laughs> I don't remember. I can't remember all of them. Science is green, of course, right? I mean, that that's where I would have put it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Science is green. If, we can settle that one. Yeah. Let's get the easy one out of the way. <laughs> um, what were the others? Is there a black folder? Uh, no. Math uh, was red, right? Yeah, I put math in red. Yeah, yeah. because all my problems <laughs> sure. were marked red. Right. No, I go red for math. Uh, social studies blue. Yeah, I'm I'm down with that. Yeah, <laughs> because you know it's the the liberal left. They're the ones who are educating our kids. Of course, you're going to make social studies blue. Sure. And I guess that leaves English, which uh, yellow. Oh, hi- history in English. Yellow and purple, which is which? I would go purple English. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, history, history yellow. yellow. Yeah. All right. That's pretty simple. Perfect agreement. Yeah, no debate at all, really. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> now, next question comes from Goose. Are most Baptist Calvinists, I would say <laughs> definitively no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, most Baptists are not Calvinists. Right. There has been a rise in the last probably decade, 20 years of mm-hmm. Calvinism in the Baptist church, but, but true Baptists are not. <laughs> well, I was going to say, also, if you look back through like the history of the denomination, it has ebbed and flowed. Right, definitely. But you could really extend that to all of church history. This sure. is something that Christians have argued about since Forever. literally the early church. And I still hold my position that we don't have it down. We don't. We <laughs> won't be able to figure it out until we're on the other side. And then we're like, oh, Oh, that makes perfect sense. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, and it's kind of like what you were talking about. It, it may be a concept that is so difficult that our puny brains can't even really comprehend exactly. it. Because because yeah. here's the thing, and this is what they this blew my mind when I first looked into this. This is not like let's let's put you know Calvinism and Arminianism aside. Mm-hmm. The issue of free will versus scientific determinism yes. is something that plagues the realm of uh, philosophy. philosophy. Yeah, I was ph- going to say psychology. Uh, philosophers yeah. have argued over determinism sure. versus free will. So this is something that's it. Don't I mean? I, it doesn't matter what you believe or what you know religion you're part of or non-religion you're part of, whatever school of academia you come from this is a question that people argue about right so well we have free will of course right (laughs) i would say we have a type of free will (laughs) here's the thing did angels have free will i mean i would think so yeah yeah Uh, they did rebel the latin term would be angels had true Passe picare, passe non picare. All right, now don't get in Bible school on me. Okay. Don't go all Bible school on me. But yeah, like, I mean, I have no idea. Cause, I, I don't mean, either. Here, here's the, here's the, the way I understand it. I'm not saying this is right. Yeah. Because, spoiler alert, Tiny has not fathomed the mind of God. Okay. I don't have all of life's answers. Sure. I am of the opinion that you take a crocodile. And you give him the the free choice between a salad or a steak. Mm-hmm. He is going to freely choose of his own choice to go with the steak because that's his nature. He's not a vegetarian. Okay, I would say that humanity we have free will, 
but we freely choose to sin. Okay. So that would be where it has, that's how I come at it from. Okay. Yeah. I could see that argument. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I'm firmly in the I don't know camp, and I'm comfortable being there. I think that's a safe camp to be in. And I like to make fun of everybody who is a Calvinist. Because <laughs> I tell you what, people get well, look, way worked up about it. They and- get way worked up about it. But here's the other thing that Calvinists won't admit is that you're part of a fad. Like you said, it's ebbed and flowed. Oh, yeah. You jumped in on the fad. <laughs> you saw somebody cool that was smart who said some stuff that made sense to you. You're like, yeah. all right, I'm in. Let me study and let me figure out all my arguments for mm-hmm. everybody and John 316, what, what I do with all that stuff. And, you know, and that's just, that's how it works. And yep. they won't admit it. They all act like they're holier than now. <laughs> and like they well, have now- some, some insight to the mysteries. And I'm like, you just joined a fad. I'm glad you're all on board with it, but I will you're a say, fad guy. I will say most Calvinists that I have come across are uh, very arrogant. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely they are. That's the other part of I love making fun of which, them. Which makes me, which has pushed me to the point where I'm like, guys, I don't even want to talk about this anymore. Can we talk about something different? <laughs> my, my thing is like, I love to make fun of them. I'm not smart enough to spiritually argue with them, you know, like argue scripture or anything with Which them. Which makes them furious. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really, I like at the end, I'm like, Look, I, don't, you know, I, don't, I don't know, man. I feel like I'm going to heaven. So however that happened, it happened. <laughs> and yeah. Like, man, I've, I've, they've read so many books on this stuff. and mm-hmm. They all love John MacArthur. Right. Isn't that the one they like? Or is it Piper? Well, both. I get my Johns mixed up. <laughs> I feel like Piper is uh, less a, I mean, they, they like both of them. Yeah. Although John Piper, he was, uh, he was like big anti-Trump. So oh, I think they rubbed some of them lost, the wrong way. <laughs> lost a few Calvinists along the way. <laughs> yeah. They use their free will to not like him anymore. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, they all love MacArthur. Yeah. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, I, yeah, he's he's a fine preacher. He's too. a smart dude. He's very smart. Yeah. Now he's a little hardline. A little bit. <laughs> he ain't afraid to say it either. Which no. he's like from California, right? Isn't that where his church is? Yeah, I think yeah, his church is in California. Because yeah. I remember it was a big like <laughs> yeah, he wasn't shut down. We were all on pins and needles waiting for the state of, of uh, <laughs> the state government to arrest him right. so that we could get his mugshots sure. and make memes. <laughs> they never did it. Well, another unrelated funny Bible thing that happened is I have three guys who work for with us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and their names are Paul, Silas, and James, and they all had to go on a job together today. <laughs> and they were sitting the A team out, guys. <laughs> yeah. You're getting Paul and Silas, and we're just throwing in James as an extra. I wonder. I wonder how well Paul and James would have gotten along <laughs> on that trip. <laughs> well, well, butted heads a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Well. You think I, I will, you think James is ever like, look, man, I knew him for real. All right. Like I know <laughs> that's my brother you're talking right. about. Okay. I know he blinded you and all that with his little tricks that he likes to do, but I wrote, knew him for real. And you wrote this really cool story about being caught up to heaven and showed all this great stuff. 
<laughs> but that's my big brother. Yeah. Look, man, no, that's my brother, dude. Like, he used to beat me up. <laughs> he used to punch me in the arm all the yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, my mom was constantly, my whole life, why can't you be more like Jesus? <laughs> Have you ever seen Life of Brian? No. By Monty I know Pondon? about it, but I haven't seen it. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you'd like it or not. <laughs> it's an interesting take on things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Imagine being a poor little 10-year-old James, sure. younger brother of Jesus, right. as your mom fastens this WWJD bracelet <laughs> to your wrist. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be tough. You know? <laughs> yeah. got to be tough. Man, they like him a lot more than me. <laughs> <laughs> It's not cool. <laughs> His mom's like, "Oh, did you, were you uh, were you sacrificed for the sins of the world?" <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, James. No angel ever came to me and told me I was going to bear you. <laughs> <laughs> Just eat your food. <laughs> Go to your room. Why can't you be more like Jesus? Why can't you be more like Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> Which mean, is really the whole message of Christianity. I was about to say, now look, uh, my pastor tells me that every Sunday. Exactly. But I feel like that would hit a little different sure. if that was my flesh and blood older brother. Well, I think we forget, at least I do, that uh, the disciples, they're all a bunch of dudes, right? Mm -hmm. So you know they had to rib on each other all the time. And you know, like Jesus would say something, James would like roll his eyes, be like, <laughs> oh, not again. You know, <laughs> it had to be all of that going on. I know it was. They were, they were dudes. You can't get a bunch of dudes hanging out without some horseplay going on. Mm -hmm. Right. I would think. I yeah. mean, I, I, don't know, I don't know what the culture was like then. I, dudes never change. We've but been the same I, for forever. I would think that there was definitely some universal traits sure. that oh. would have held up. You tell me yeah. they're all at the last snub or somebody would reach over, like around somebody, tap them on the shoulder, and then mm -hmm. like they didn't do it. Had to happen. They're all sitting on the same side of the table. <laughs> you know, it'd be funny. Imagine, sure. imagine if you were like following Jesus, and you know, you were like super duper hungry. And you know that this guy can just manifest <laughs> bread out of nothing. See, you do it before. But for whatever reason, he's not doing it. He's not failing it today. He's make you mad. God, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, I'm hungry. I had anything. <laughs> just give me a little bread. He's like, oh, look, I had a late night last night. And then, and then Jesus says something like, I will give you bread from heaven. <laughs> and you'll never be hungry again. And you're just like, oh, again. <laughs> again with well, the when? bread from heaven? I need real bread now. That's me. That's the, that's John the disciple. Can I get some bread from heaven right now? Because yeah. I'm hungry right now. Is that going to be delivered anytime soon? <laughs> oh, okay, this is slightly off topic. <laughs> But um, I got I got into like a bit of a Reddit spat. Oh, okay. <laughs> several weeks back, where uh, I, I forget what it was. It was, I, you know what? I think it was when the whole uh, the Baptist thing came out about like the some of the sexual abuse, yeah. like in the denomination and stuff. And you out there defending the the no, faith. I, I wasn't. But there was like this big long string of redditors, like you know, hey, you know, we need to take all, we need to tax them, sure, take all wanna. that money. I want to tax churches. And I just, 
I just went on there and said, yes, let's give all that money to the government. I'm sure they'll do what's right with it. Absolutely. <laughs> and somebody came back and said, oh, so what? You think God's going to fix everything? Yeah. I said, God is going to fix everything at the end of time. Granted, that seems like a long ways off. Sure. But it will still happen faster right. than waiting on Uncle Sam to do it. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're big on the less tax the churches, and yeah. I get it. But by and large, and I don't know if anybody will believe this, evangelical like Southern Baptist, not as political as you would think from the pulpit or anything like that. We really stay away from all mm-hmm. that. Now, in my experience, our African American brothers and sisters, they're very political. Oh, really? Yeah. I'd I'd never. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't know. Oh, my dad ran for office. We went to a lot of political rallies at churches. Uh Uh, A lot of them. You think some of that's maybe from like the uh, the civil rights movement? Yeah, absolutely it is. I mean, that was where. That was their sanctuary. Yeah, that was their sanctuary. Absolutely. Literally. Yeah. And it still carries on today. I have no problem with it. Mm -hmm. But we're not the big problem. And you you (laughs) may not want, and I don't even think they're a problem, but you may not want us turning political. You right. know, you already said we already put Trump in. <laughs> don't get us fired up. <laughs> don't get us fired up. We'll have Chuck Norris in there next, mm-hmm. you know? So that's all I'm saying. Yeah, my only thing with that is uh now the reason churches are not taxed, or I should say religious organizations, right. the reason they're not taxed is because they don't want to take away from like the charity that we that like that religious organizations do. Right. do. Yes. And yes, I get it. Scientology is sure, you know, out there doing all kinds of crazy stuff with yeah. their money. I don't think giving that money to politicians is going to fix the problem. I don't either. Now, and also, and, and look, now I haven't looked at any studies, but I would be willing to bet that if you look at all the good, you know, that, yeah. that not just churches, but religious organizations do. I would I would bet you money that it outweighs the bad. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing with the tax churches that I always that I always try to bring up is like, sure, Olstein can handle it, the Scientologists can handle it, or whatever you know. But Piney Grove United Methodist Church in you know rural Fett County, who runs a little food bank for the people who live around there, they can't survive it. You know, mm-hmm. that food bank will go away if they have to give that money to the government. And then people are going to suffer, and the government's not going to meet the needs of the people in the community as effectively as that small church is doing. Right. That's where the huge thing will happen. I will readily admit, as a faith, we've dropped the ball on a lot of community help over the years and started letting the government do it. We used to have a lot of hospitals, you know? Yeah. We used to be all into the hospital game, got out of that. Can't say healthcare is any better since we started getting out of that. <laughs> so we we orphanages, all that stuff, you know, we've we've kind of taken a step back and letting the government take the uh, lion's share of that. And I don't think that was a smart move on our part. But I think if you start taxing them, then this is going to make it even worse, especially on small rural churches. Yeah. You know? How about this? Let's sit down with a piece of paper. Yeah. And let's write out. All the misuse of like churches and other religious organizations sure. that they've done. Yeah. And then in the other column, in the B column, let's write all the misuses that the government yes. has used tax money on. <laughs> and let's just compare sure. and see who where the problem right. is for real. No, I I, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. And by and large, 
I, I, there are exceptions to this, but by and large, most churches want to do a good job and help people. Mm-hmm. You know, by and large, whether you believe in what we believe in or not, we're not bad. We're not hurting people. You know, right. now we may not like you getting an abortion. Okay. Yeah. But I don't think anybody's going to beat you up over it. There are a few weirdos out there that might blow up an abortion clinic. I admit that. But by and large, most of us are not like that. Mm-hmm. We want to help people. That's what we're here for. Also, that that weirdo, he like bombed the Olympics too. Sure. Yeah, that so, dude just like bombs. He just that's the problem, yeah. is he just likes to bomb stuff. And hide and seek. He was very good at it. <laughs> that dude stayed on the run for forever. Yeah. He's an Alabamian. I mean crazy. We know how to hide out. <laughs> Well, I believe that is going to be it. But one thing before we end this free show is we need to thank our patrons. We thank each and every one of you so much. We would like to thank, by name, those who donate at the 10 or above tier. And those people are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. Hank Hernandez, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Mr. Josh Dodd, Mr. Shane White, Ms. Sharon Craig, the driver, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. McWill. We all thank you so much for supporting what we do, for donating to the show. And if you would like to become a patron, you can head on over to patreon.com slash earthoddity. We have several tiers, but the $5 tier gets you the extended show. That's an extended show every single week. It's almost a whole nother show. And what are we going to be talking about in the extension today? We got a special topic. We do. Movie review. <laughs> this is a specially requested topic by me. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. You texted me fired up about it. <laughs> We're going to talk about the untold documentary on Netflix, The Girlfriend Who Never Existed. That's right. About the whole Manti Teo, a non-existent girlfriend died from cancer. Yes, but didn't really die. Wasn't really a girl. Didn't really exist. Yes. <laughs> yes. We're going to talk about that. Yes. So get ready, patrons. <laughs> Join up if you have it, because it's going to be pretty good. It's going to be a good one. Yes, it and will. Usually the patron extension comes out like, you know, 24 hours after or so after the regular show comes out. So if you haven't watched it, now's your chance. Yes. <laughs> Turn this off and go watch that. <laughs> <laughs> You got anything else? Nah, I still just love everybody. Hope everybody has a great week. You have been listening to the Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher. We're on them all. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetbell.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. We got some show art. You can check that out. Underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. We have a Discord server. Link in the show notes. And we have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number? 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye.
This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Welcome, patrons, to the Earth Oddity Extended Show. John, have you ever been catfished? No, I haven't. <laughs> I may or may not have catfished a few people <laughs> in my life, but I haven't been catfished. I've been catfishing.